The psych interview and question correlation, how does this help you get through the hiring process, especially getting through the psychological exam and interview? Let's discuss. Hey, before we get started, listen, those gifts are still down in the description for you. First one's the Getting Started Workshop. It's going to walk you through each stage of the hiring process so you know what you're looking into and you have a better understanding of what's to come and you can get through it much easier. Plus, there's some hidden bonuses in there that may help you understand where you might need to improve. Additionally, if you have something more specific to you, to your hiring process, and you have questions about it, hurdles that you need to answer, reach out to me, sign up for the free coaching call. The link's in the description. I'd be glad to sit down and help you. Now, let's discuss the psych interview and questionnaire with question correlation. So what is question correlation? Question correlation is where you're going to have these multiple choice psychological questions on your exam, and they're going to ask you something that is one way. And then later on in the exam, they're going to ask you the same question or a different question that has the same underlying meaning as the question before. So let's take a look at this. One of these could be something as simple as, I enjoy reading romance novels, right? That could be one question right there. I enjoy reading romance novels. And then later on, you're going to mark yes or no to that, right? Like, so for me, I'll mark no. I'm, I'm not a big romance novel person. I'm more of a nonfiction. And then the next question down the line, you know, maybe 75 questions down the line or 100 questions down the line will ask, and it's true or false, right? So I'm going to mark false to that. So the next one would be, I do not enjoy reading fiction. I'm going to mark true to that, but those questions ultimately have a correlation to them, right? If I mark, if I mark, I enjoy reading romance novels. So if I mark true to that, and then I come down and I mark true to, I do not enjoy reading fiction. And I mark true to that. That's going to pop a flag, right? Because most romance novels are, are fiction, right? I'm pretty sure they're all fiction. I don't read romance novels, but I'm pretty sure they're fiction, right? So if I read, if I don't enjoy reading fiction, but I enjoy reading a fiction book, it's going to pop a question. And then the psychologist, not 100% guaranteed, but will see that as a flag and may ask the question, hey, I see you don't enjoy reading fiction, but you do enjoy reading romance novels. What What's different about romance novels that makes you enjoy reading them, even though you're not a fan of fiction? That, that can create a flag and then a question I have to answer. And anytime you're answering a question, it opens up doors and threads that that the psychologist can pull on. So you want to mitigate that as much as per, as much as possible, right? So I'm going through and I see that. I see those two things have a correlation to them, right? For me specifically, my that answer to that first question would be false, right? No, I don't enjoy reading romance novels because I enjoy reading fiction or excuse me, nonfiction. So then I go down and I see the... I do not enjoy reading fiction. I'm going to mark true to that, right? Even though those answers are opposing, right? One is false and one is true. The underlying question is, is pretty much, or at least for my answer, is I don't, I mark false to this one, true to this one, because I do not enjoy reading fiction. I'm a nonfiction person. I enjoy reading autobiographies and other things like that, things about history. That's where, that's where I enjoy my literature. The other aspect is that it will lead into more questioning, right? If 
if I mark false to this one, no, or true to this one, right? So false to the romance novels, true to the, I do not enjoy reading fiction, and then false to another one that says, I, I do not enjoy, or I enjoy reading mechanics magazines, but say I mark false to that one. Well, now, now we're on to something, right? Because mechanics magazines are, are not fiction, right? So where is the, where's the disparity here? Now there's three questions. Each one of them is a bit different, but there's no underlying answer here. So if they were to ask that question, and that's a big if, but if they were to ask the question, it's like, hey, do you enjoy, do you enjoy reading literature? I do enjoy reading literature. I enjoy reading nonfiction literature. Okay, so do you just not like mechanics? Because I see here you marked that you marked you do not enjoy reading mechanics magazines. Yeah, I'm more of a history individual. I enjoy reading things about history. Mechanics don't don't um interest me. Now that's not true. I, I love mechanics, right? Personally. But on the other aspect for the purposes of of this video, let's say I mark that. That's a simple, clear-cut answer. I'm not going to elaborate any more on that, right? I'm just going to say, no, actually, I enjoy, I really enjoy reading nonfiction. I'm a huge history buff. And but mechanics magazines just don't interest me. I, I don't find myself drawn to that. Okay. Hey, no, no worries. Now, there's always underlying psychological interest in these questions, but the big thing that we're discussing today is question correlation, right? Making sure you understand that underlying meaning between the questions and how they can correlate and mean something with each other so that you can best answer these questions when or if they're asked to you. Always be honest on your questionnaire, right? Or on your exam. Answer it to, to what you feel the understanding is of the question and answer it the best way you can. The other thing to consider is, is you may make a mistake on these on these exams, and you may have to explain that. You know, the whole purpose is to mitigate the amount of flags you get, so you don't have to answer as many questions during your interview. But you're going to make mistakes. I know I do all the time on the exams, and you're going to have to be able to clearly articulate them without opening up a, you know, a, a rabbit hole that that the psychologist is just going to dive into and pull on that thread. So if I'm going through and let's say the psychologist says, hey, um, you know, Mr. Magaha, I see that you failed to answer this question about um, I feel my father is a good man, right? And you, you failed to answer it. That's going to pop a flag. They're going to want to know why you didn't answer that question. And for you, it's just going to be a very simple answer as, as long as this is the truth, Right. Where you're going to say, oh, I apologize. I must have been going too fast. I skipped right over that. I 100% believe my father is a good man. Uh, so that that would be true. That would that's it. I'm not I'm not open up any any answers to that, or I'm not opening up any doors to that. I'm just I'm answering the question. Oh, so so you did you you did not intentionally mean to unmark that one? Nope, it, nope. I then my answer to that is true. I feel my father's a good man. Well, why do you feel your father's a good man? He's just a good father. I feel he's always always been there, done good things uh, for me and my family. I'm not going into I'm not going into detail here, right? I'm not I'm not going to drop jump down that rabbit hole that the psychologist wants me to go down because 
They're just looking to get their foot in the door. They just want to be able to get that door open and start pulling on those threads until something unwinds. And you don't want to give that to them, right? Now, I'm not telling you to be deceptive 100%, but I'm not sitting here to say, spill out your entire childhood to them and then give them something to latch on to because they will find something. They will find something to latch on to it and they'll pull a thread that you didn't even know was a thread. And the next thing you know, you're saying, how did I just get into this interrogation? I thought this was just a, you know, a, a quick interview for my psych exam. It's just not how it's going these days. So you don't want to fall into it. So it's a simple, hey, I, I, I forgot to answer that question. Now, what happens if you answer that question with mistakenly? How do you, how do you handle that? So same question. Um, I feel my father's a good man. I'm rushing through the test. I mark false. This is why it's always best to understand the questions and, and understand their meaning, which is where question correlation will come back in here in a second. I jump in and I say, hey, I, I mark false to I feel my father was a good man. Next thing you know, that's going to pop a flag 100%. So not marking a question and then marking a question such as that one false, you're going to pop a flag. And then they're going to ask me, hey, you know, Frank, I see that you marked, you don't believe your father's a good man. Tell me why you don't feel your father's a good man. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, right? I'm going to, I'm going to immediately look at this and say, oh, I apologize, sir, ma'am. I, I marked that one wrong. I must've been rushing on that one. Um, my answer to that would be true. And then they're going to try and dive a little bit more into it, right? Now, I'm not telling you to go in there and change your answer every time they tell you that every time they question you about an answer you put down, that is not what I'm saying. And that is a surefire way to, to get marked as indecisive and, and get, you know, disqualified. But for that particular question, I'm, it was a mistake. I'm just going to own the mistake. Hey, I apologize. I must've, must've mismarked that one. That answer to me is true. So you don't feel your father was a, a bad guy, or you don't disagree with anything that your father did. Um, no, I just, I, I, like I said, that was a, that was a mistake in general. I feel my father was a very good man. Um, is there any reason you feel your father wouldn't be a good man? No, no, no. Like I said, that was just a mistake. My answer to that one is true. I am, I am not going down that rabbit hole. Right. And you just apologize. Hey, it was a mistake. My answer to that one is true. Right. And you just, you just move on past it. You just continue with the being specific and of course not elaborating on, on the details there. Um, is there anything you disagreed about uh, that your father did while you were growing up? Uh, off the top of my head, like I said, it, for, for this particular answer, I feel my father is a very good man. I, I was just a mistake that I put there. It's, it's not any underlying information there. I just, I, my answer to that is actually true. It was just a mistake. And then eventually, you know, as long as you stay consistent with that, you're just going to move on from that question. Now, let's get back to question correlation, Right. There, there could be a question on your psych exam that you see that I feel my, I feel that the individuals I work with are less, um, less intelligent than I am. Right. So that question is really just saying, like, I feel that I'm smarter than, than the people I work with. Now, while if whatever you feel about this, you, you need to be able to explain this, right? So if you mark true to this type of question, which you could feel that way, and there's there's nothing wrong with it, um, you better have a clear reason to articulate it that that is not egotistical or, or not, um, what's the term I'm looking for? We'll just go with egotistical for now. It's not where your head's so big that you think you're the best person in the world. So you're going to go in and say, uh, if you mark true to this. Let's say you mark true to this question. They're going to, they're going to, Hey, why do you feel this way? 
oh, well, the individuals I work with are just, they're uneducated and, and they don't, they don't go to college or, or I've went to college. That's not going to fly, right? It's, it's just not going to fly. The psychologist is not going to really appreciate an answer such as that. Where opposed to you go in and you mark false to this question, or let's say you make the mistake and you mark true to it, just like we were saying before, but you meant to mark false, but they open up that door, right? To say, hey, here you mark true. Why do you feel you're more intelligent than your colleagues? And then you say, oh, I apologize. I do not feel I'm more intelligent than my colleagues. My colleagues are way smarter than I am. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, that was a mistake. See, you just open the door and you don't even realize it. You just said, hey, my colleagues are way smarter than than I am. So a psychologist is going to grab a hold. Well, tell me why you feel your colleagues are way smarter than you are and, and what makes them more intelligent than you. That's that's not that's not the position you want to put yourself in. You want to just be specific here and just say, hey, I apologize. That was a mistake. I don't feel that my my colleagues are are less intelligent than than I am. Um, uh, they are very intelligent individuals. I'm not saying that they're more intelligent than me, right? I'm not saying I'm not saying I feel I'm more intelligent than them. There's a there's a happy medium there. Maybe maybe we're the same intellect, right? Maybe we have that same intellectual capacity. But at the same point, I'm not saying that they're more uh, that they're smarter than I am, that I'm smarter than they are. I'm just saying, hey, yep, they're very intelligent individuals. That was a mistake. I didn't mean to put that there. But as I said, let's go back to question correlation. So for that one, you, you mark false, right? Let's just say for the purposes of it, you mark false and say, no, I, I do not believe um, I'm more intelligent than my my colleagues. But then later on down the line, you see, you know, another 50 questions or so, you see that I can, I feel I can always rely on my supervisors to provide me with information if if I do not know what it is, right? Or if, I, if I'm unaware of something, I can rely on my supervisors to provide me guidance. Those questions have a correlating component, right? Up here is, hey, I feel that the individuals I work with, that I'm smarter than all of them. Down here is... I can rely on my supervisor to provide me with knowledge. I don't know. Those questions 100% correlate. So if you mark false up here, right, saying, no, I don't feel I'm, I'm more intelligent. And then you mark true down here saying, hey, yep, I can rely on my supervisors because they are intellectual, intellectual and they can provide me with guidance, right? Great. You're not really going to see much of a flag on that one. But if you switch any of those answers where you mark False up here. Nope. I don't feel that I'm more intelligent than my, my colleagues. But then down here, I mark true that, uh, or I'm sorry, I mark false again, that I, I cannot rely on my supervisors. It's going to pop a flag and they're going to say, Hey, you know, we see here that you marked, um, that you can't rely on your supervisors. Is there any reason you feel that way? And they're just going to open it up that way. Now, if you had a, another issue up here where it says true that I believe I'm more intelligent and false, I, I, I cannot rely on my supervisors, they're going to put those two together. And now it's not just going to be this one question they're asking you about. They're going to be asking, why do you feel you're more intelligent and why do you feel you can't rely on your supervisors? And you're going to say, well, I can't rely on my supervisors because I'm more intelligent. And they're going to say, this individual does not have the right demeanor to become a law enforcement officer, Right. This individual is cocky, conceited. This individual feels that they're correct all the time and they're not going to be trainable. These are all questions and things that you need to understand. Question correlation is very simple. You just have to look at the underlying issue of what the question is going to ask you. Always answer honestly, of course, right? Always answer honestly. 
But if that honest answer is going to cause a flag, you need to be able to articulate it in a manner that's professional and not be the humble professional. That's that's the best term I can always say. Just be the humble professional and answer the question based on that understanding. Listen, I hope this helped. Down in the description are still those gifts. The Getting Started Workshop is going to walk you through each stage of the hiring process, plus those hidden bonuses that are in there. Additionally, if you have something more specific to you, you want to know more about the psychological process, about question correlation, any hurdles that you have that pertain to you. I understand these videos are generalized and they may leave you with a few more questions based on your specific hiring process. Reach out to a coaching call. It's free. I'll sit down. I'll give you the best guidance I can and we'll get you moving so you can get hired as quickly as possible. Stay safe and I will see you next time.